There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. Everybody, it's September 5th, 2008, a great night for football here at Harry Harvey Stadium. It's the home opener for Marple Newtown Tigers football as they take on perennial Central League powerhouse Strathaven. With the call of the game this evening, I'm Bob Herpin. I'll be with you for all the action at each of the seven Tigers home games this season on the podcast. And along with me is Greg Pecco. Greg, how are you? I'm doing good, Bob. It's, uh, it was a rough week last week for the Tigers. However, tonight should be a little bit interesting. Both teams with one loss. Well, that's right. Strathaven lost last week in their season and home opener, Pencrest, 14-0. Neither team wants to be 0-2 coming into week three. Strathaven as the perennial powerhouse. Doesn't matter where they play, Greg. They're always going to come and bring it. And Marple Newtown, in front of the home crowd, they surely want to put it together a great performance for their home opener. Yeah, they would, I think the big thing is they would love to put a home opener together where they can get that win, like you said. And the big improvement they need to get after going to that game last week and watching it was on the offensive line and the defensive line. The offensive line had struggled getting the push up the middle, and Graziano and Stevens had a tough time getting the ball downfield. Defensively, very little pressure on, on the Conestoga's quarterback, Julian Apolsky, last week. Well, this is what we saw, Greg, in the opening two scrimmages against Academy Park and against Chichester is that the defensive line is spot on when the ball is coming right up the middle and maybe off guard and off tackle, but any time the ball is to either side spread out far beyond each hash mark, there's a little bit of the pursuit time is not where you'd want it to be. Yeah, and it wasn't necessarily the, the passing game in the pursuit time because Connor Stogo only attempted 12 passes last week and only four were completed as with those two, with these two teams, Marple and Stogo, last week, they're not big passing teams. But on the ground, number four, the big running back, tailback threat for the Pioneers, Leighton Dennis, had 189 yards rushing on 29 carries. And that is the big factor, I think, coming into this week that Coach Junta wanted to correct. Well, that's right. You need to stop the run equally as well as Marple Newtown runs it on offense. Of course, they have their vaunted wing tee. But on defense, so Greg, just to build on what you were saying, is that one good thing about defensively is that there's always one more than one, two, three tacklers on the ball, but again, you need to get that speed. I don't know whether that's just a quickness thing, a mental thing, whether it's just the sets that they're using, but they need to be able to get there a lot quicker and meet the ball carrier even at the line to ensure that uh, Strathaven rushers 
to not have a field day like at Conestoga last week. Now last week, the one big bright spot for the Tigers' defense was Kyle Kasarski, who had 11 tackles last week, got some pressure up the middle, and was able to you know, make some plays on defense early. That really kind of slowed Conestoga early, but late Conestoga just ran all over the uh, well, he will be counted on, on as a two-way player, as well as Phil Graziano and Dan Giordano. And I bring up Giordano, Greg, because we have some good news on the offensive front as far as he's concerned. Well, actually, he was it was debatable, but they just told us that he will not be playing this week. That was a quick last-minute change. So really? We, uh, he's still out with a little bit of an injury, doesn't want to push it too hard. And obviously, at, at this level, and you know, being as young as they are, 18 and under, you, you don't want to really threaten anything down the road. So that's for that. But the, the focus now shifts to Phil Graziano and Nick Stevens. Phil Graziano, 131 yards and a touchdown last week on 18 carries. So he'll be uh, looking to carry the load again this week. It should be a great matchup. Both sides here at Harvey Stadium in the stands packed to the gills. We're going to take a quick break and come back with the start of the game here on Marple Newtown Tigers football. You're listening to www.marplenewtownfootball.com. You're listening to Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco on the Tigers Radio Network, bringing you exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown football only on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Brought to you exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. Integrity, responsibility, sportsmanship, respect, and citizenship. These are the core values that Marple Newtown student athletes are taught every day on and off the playing fields. Hi, I'm Dennis Reardon, Assistant Principal and Athletic Director at Marple Newtown High School. And I'd like to thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Your support of our sports teams now and throughout the school year is appreciated as we strive to raise the bar. I hope to see you at a game in the future. Go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. to a sense of honor, to a life of courage. 
and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. The 2008 Tigers football season is underway, and after a tough loss to Conestoga last Friday in the season opener, Marple Newtown turns to the comfort of home and Harry Harvey Stadium as they face another tough test in longtime Central League power Strath Haven. The Tigers hope that another week of practice will help their defensive line get more pressure against the Panthers. Junior quarterback Kevin Johnson is coming off of a tough first game in his first career start and hopes to improve from last week's 3-for-8 performance. Also, the Tigers hope to see their captain and senior leader Dan Giordano play for the first time this season after he missed last week's game with an injury. The Tigers need a win tonight because an 0-2 start would be devastating to the Tigers' playoffs hopes. And with both teams in the same position here early in the season, this battle of the Big Cats looks to be one of the premier matchups for Week 2 of the Central League football season. Bob Herbert and Greg Pecco bring you all the action from Harry Harvey Stadium between the Tigers and the Panthers, next on the Tigers Radio Network. Back to live action here at Harvey Stadium. We have just had the completion of the National Anthem. We are just about set to go. It is 7 p.m. on this beautiful but muggy Friday evening. Well, the fans are certainly out in nearly full force. They're still filing into the stadium here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Lights are on. It's time for some high school football in southeastern Pennsylvania. That's right. Marble Newtown loses 21-6 last week in their season opener to Conestoga. They face a stiff test again at Strathaven. We just had the coin toss, Greg. And it looks like the Marble Newtown Tigers have won the toss, and they will receive here. They're going from left to right, it appears, and kicking off for Strathaven. Mike Strax, the junior kicker, will be kicking off. Number 30, the junior 5'10", 191. Just about set to go, Strathaven in their road whites. They are silver and black, the Panthers. Marple Newtown in their home dark jerseys, black with orange and white highlights. And we are set to go. The kick is high. There's a squib end over end coming down to the 15-yard line. And play has already been whistled dead. Looks like a man was offside on the kick, and they're going to bring this one back a little bit here and tee it up again. Well, that may be a good portend for... Marple Newtown and for the home crowds, they're already into it. And you get the sense that Strathaven maybe has a little bit of the jitters coming off of their shocking opening week loss. As we are set to go again, the ball is placed five yards back in the center of the field, now at the 35-yard line. They are young tonight because they have seven guys out with injury and illness, three of them on the offensive line, four on the defensive line. Well, let's see if Marple Newtown can exploit that. Miller, Fox... McGee and Kamer all out for Strathaven. As once again, we are set to go as the noise hits a crescendo here at Harry Harvey Stadium. The kick is underway. It is a squibber, end over end. Coming down to Graziano at about the 10-yard line, up across the 15, the 20, 25. Breaks a couple tackles across the 30, up to the 33. And with that last little leg shake and push, gets 
Looks like he's up around the 35. Yeah. Let's find the final spot of the ball here 30, at the 36-yard line. Thank you, and Greg. It was a nice, nice return there despite dropping the football. You know, he dropped it. I think it kind of helped him a little bit. It helped the wedge get set up a lot easier, and they were able to punch him through for probably about 20 yards All on right. the return. That's one of the funny things about uh, mishandling the ball, especially if you're 10, 15 yards behind your coverage. It actually gets them a little bit more time to set up against the wedge, and that's coming. Johnson under center now. First and 10 at the 36-yard line. Hand off up the middle to Stevens. Looks like he got slight push there. He got a couple yards on the play. Didn't, didn't get the push he wanted, but he moved forward. Any, any positive yardage, anything positive right from the get-go is going to be positive and something to build on chip, chip for the offensive line defense. and for offense. A gain of three, second down and seven now. Less than a minute into action here at Harvey Stadium. Marple Newtown Tigers, no score. Strathaven Panthers, no score. Marple Newtown, first possession of the game. Handoff again, this time to the left side to Graziano. Gets to the outside over the 35, up around the 40, to the 43, and finally out of bounds. Again, another good gain up around the 45. Right down, though, in the backfield. It looked like uh, number 22, Kyle Kosarski, had a little bit of a hold on the uh, jersey of one of the Strathaven linemen. Well, that would be... Uh, the primary culprit, Greg, if you get a good, uh, even a bad block, and you get that extra 5 to 10 yards on the outside. First penalty of the game goes to Marple Newtown that will push them back. Facing second down now at the 27-yard line. And I think they really need to get a little bit more of a push here again. And they might go to the air here with it being a little bit longer second down. Well, that is certainly one uh, one play in their bag of tricks is the roll out to the left or right and the quick pass down the field for 10, 15 yards to get a little separation. Running center Stevens hands it off again to Graziano up the middle, but he is stuffed. Doesn't even look like he got more than a yard there, Greg. No, no very, very good job by the Strathaven offensive, uh, defensive line, excuse me, to get up the middle there and, and hold the offensive line for Marble Newtown for very little push. Well, that is certainly one way that Strathaven or any team in the Chancellor League is going to stop this vaunted wing T offense is if you can get that penetration right up the middle because if you take, up, take away the middle, you're forcing somebody into the outsides and if you have to run north-south instead of east-west, uh, it doesn't bode well even for uh, runners as skilled and as muscular and uh, as quick as Marple Newtown. Like Third down and 16 line. from the 28-yard line. It was a gain of about one yard. Hand off again to Graziano, and he is stuffed. Number Back seven. behind the line of scrimmage this time, a loss of two. Yeah, number 72, John Katona, the initial push on the defensive line for Strathaven, able to get in there and just stop Graziano in his tracks. So Marple Newtown, their first drive of their 2008 home slate goes by the wayside. It will be a three and out. They are facing a fourth down with 9.56 to go here in the opening quarter. Weaverling has a leg here. Back to punt. It is a wobbler. A line drive wobbler taken by number 23 for Strathaven, Pat Fisher, who is their usual kick and punt returner. Up across the 40 to the 45 and met by four tacklers from Marple Newtown at the 46. The lead guy there for Marple Newtown on the coverage did a good job getting downfield was Brian Mabry, number 56, this junior. So he did a nice job getting downfield there and getting some special teams points. Now we will see Strathaven's offense going from your right to your left. 
with quarterback Marco Kopak under center. Handoff to the left side, stuffed as he handed off to Lonnie Richardson, the halfback, who is going to be heard from a lot tonight yeah. as he handles about three-quarters of the snaps, we were told. And right there, good penetration right off the snap by the Marple Newtown defensive yeah. line. That was uh, the, the penetration by the line helped Nick Stevens, the linebacker, get in there and get up on the, on uh, Lonnie Richardson, who will be the workhorse for this Strathaven offense. Second down and eight for Marple Newtown at the 48-yard line. Two wide receivers set. One to the left, one to the right, two backs right behind center. Dropping back to pass. It is complete to number 23, Pat Fisher on the right side. Breaks across the 45, down to the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, and finally out of bounds just before the 10, just at the 10-yard line. A spectacular run by Fisher to get that separation in the flat and then to outrace five or six Marple Newtown tacklers. Yeah, they had a nice job there, but they couldn't tackle him. Poor tackling on that defensive play, and nice job by Fisher to just break off those arm tackles, and there was some blocking downfield for Strathaven, which really helped them get downfield. A gain of 42 yards there, first and goal at the 10-yard line for Strathaven. There's a handoff to Thurman Fortune. Fortune, number five, actually, up the middle, gets across the five-yard line. As you see here, this is... A poor attend of things to come as a little bit of what happened last week, Conestoga, has struck Marple Newtown all, already. Well, th- th- this Pi- Panthers team will throw the ball a lot more than the Pioneers in Marple Newtown will, so they have to be good in the secondary in order to really uh, come up here today. But nice tackle there by Kevin Strigel, who made that stop on Thurman. Second down and goal from the five-yard line now. Three back set. Split as a handoff off the right side to Richardson. Gets across the five into the end zone for a Strathaven touchdown. Ronnie Richards in a nice job off the, on the right side of the offensive line, on the far side of the field from us, able to get through a big hole. And once again, the defensive line struggling early. He had no tacklers on him at the line, and he was e- able to breeze in right off the tackle. And the only challenge he had was right at the goal line when two Marple Newtown defenders tried to stand him up, but by then it's too late. And it is 6 to nothing for Strathaven with 7.59 left in this opening quarter. On to kick the extra point is Stranix. The ball is spotted, kicked, up. And it is no good. Apparently it is wide and high to the right. Number 20 and number 28, Nick Stevens and Graziano, were able to get in there and put some pressure on the kicker and blew right by him, blew right by the line. So that definitely, uh, you know, you got to think that contributed to that miss. Something to grow on. If you can, if you can't come out right away and uh, do something on offense, make a defensive stop. Of course, they allowed that touchdown, but anything you need to hold, yeah. hold on to, and that missed extra point could come in as a key play later on in the game if Marple Newtown just hangs yeah. with it. In, in a central league battle, every little bit matters because you're gonna. It's gonna come down to that. It's gonna come down to special teams at this level, and points like that could really mean difference because it, the defense could show up for both of these teams late, and it could be a seven-six ball game if Marvel Newtown can score a touchdown. Stranix again for the kickoff at the 40-yard line for Strathaven. Now it looks like it's Graziano, Alf, and number 33, the nameless man, but it's Mario Diaguardi who are back at about the five-yard line. Alf is up on the right-hand side at the 10. The kick is another low squibbler. Coming down to Graziano at the 15-yard line, up across the 20, the 30, the 35. Another big hole up the middle. He finally gets it just shy of the 40-yard line. Again, another good play we can build on 
as yeah. that was a, easily a 15, 20-yard gain. Well, that was the strength last week for this Marble Newtown Tigers football team has been the special teams. They were able to get big returns last week. They set up almost a perfect wedge nearly every time, and it, the biggest thing is that the returner has to trust the wedge and his blockers in front of him, and Graziano is able to do that. Nothing is easier to take the pressure off of the offense than a good return as we have first down for Marple Newtown at the 37-yard line. Wing T again, handoff to the left side to Graziano, but he goes nowhere. And stopped right away by number 44 for Strathaven. That would be um, Dave Al-Yankian. Al-Yankian, who is the captain, and you will hear his name a lot today as he is the star linebacker for this Strathaven defense. The one adjective we heard in the pregame was that Al-Yankian is a monster. Yeah. You will hear a lot from him. He will probably make 10 to 15 tackles, maybe even more, depending on the Strathaven's defensive capabilities. Now we have second down and nine for Marple Newtown from the 38. Stevens in motion from the right to the left. It is a handoff to Stevens this time. He tries to bounce off a man at the 40. Doesn't even make it there, and he's no. pulled backwards. Looks like there's a gain maybe of one yard on that play. Yeah, this is what's hap this is what happened to them last week at Conestoga. They tried to run off guard and off tackle a lot, and there wasn't a lot of room there because what was happening is Conestoga and what the Panthers are doing here is they're putting eight men in the box and just pushing into that middle of that line, and it isn't going to go anywhere. Yeah, with the numbers and the size, it looks like Marple Newton has to find different ways to, in their wing T set to get by the offensive line and risk their runners into the secondary with the defensive backs and the safeties. Yeah, Nick Stevens and, and Graziano are, are guys that can really run through guys, but they're not speed, so working the edges is tough. Johnson under center. It is third down and eight. Key third down with 6.05 to go for opening quarter. There's a pitch behind the line to Graziano across the 40, across the 45, 48, just shy of midfield. He has finally met and pushed out of bounds. Looks like he may have gotten the first down on that one just before. We'll see where the official spot is, but they are generous spot. Looks like he uh, is going to pick up that first down. Yes. Yeah, good job getting to the outside, and I think this is what they're going to have to do more of to be successful today, is get on the edge and get around the defense after you suck them in. That's the biggest thing, and maybe we'll see a little play action coming up soon, I would have a feeling. Biggest gain of the day for Marple Newtown, 11 yards right at midfield at the right hash mark. First and 10 for Marple Newtown. Graziano and Stevens in the backfield. Hand off to Graziano this time again to the right side as they tried it just to the side of the field that we were seeing in the opening scrimmages and in the opening game, Greg, is that they'll wherever the ball is, what hash mark they're at, they will try to run the ball to that side of the field. Yeah. And that time, again, Strathaven, quick on the uptake. Yeah, Jim Battle, the, the junior, uh, excuse me, the senior linebacker in there to make that stop on Graziano. And, you know, I we saw in the preseason that we saw uh, a little bit of Brian Duffy, who's a little quicker, but a lot younger. He's only a sophomore. Maybe he'll get in today. To get they gave the Stevens a yard on that play, Greg. It is second and nine from the 49-yard line of Strathaven now. Hand off to the left side to Graziano. He gets a little bit of a push up the middle a little across the push. 45. And again, with these runners from Marple Newtown, they may not get it at the first burst, but as long as they can get their bodies low and to the ground and push forward, they can get an extra oh. easily three, four yards in that like he did he on that play. He carried three or four men on his back right there, all because he kept his strong legs moving, and Graziano has the strength to do that. And Strathaven was sitting on top of him, and he carried him for four extra yards. Wearing them down is also a key to a quick defense. It is a third down and five from Upper Newtown from Strathaven 45-yard line. One man in the backfield, one right receiver to the left. 
Johnson rolls out to the left. Has a man downfield. Alf at the 35-yard line, but that is blocked away by number 44 for Strathaven. A Yankee again. Yeah, it was an, another good play there uh, by the defense of Strathaven. They were all over the coverage that time, and, and that's one thing with the rollout. It does limit your passing options, and that was one of the big things last week. I think they're going to have to make some adjustments if they want to get going through the air. Only three for eight last week for Johnson. Well, as we were saying, that uh, rollouts, whether they're to the left or to the right, really depends on the ability of the receiver, who's 10, 15 yards downfield, to get that separation. At that time, Alf was unable to. As we have the punt, it is a bad snap. Billy Weaverling missed it. Weaverling missed it. Right, he was able to corral it finally back at the 30-yard line, but... After that positive yardage and the first time Marple Newtown got into Strathaven territory in their second possession, they gave it right back on a special teams blunder. Strathaven now is set up at the Marple Newtown 31-yard line. That's something you definitely do not want to see. Down 6-0. And it's, it's been mistakes that have hurt Marble Newtown. Last week, the first quarter, they tipped three balls and did not intercept them. This time, a special teams mistake. Hopefully, maybe they can make a stop. Here. Well, with Strathaven, you want to sell out the body and go for the ball, but sometimes you don't want to make that extra click where you're going to be ahead of the play and get caught downfield. As we have a flag on a first down play here. Let's pick up the call. And you're trying to figure out a quick, quick, right off the snap. It must have been an offsides call. Right, it's, right it looks snap. like it's going to be on the offense here. Officials are uh, trying to get their, their new mic working today. Of course, that's one of the perks we have on this podcast is that we'll have the uh, referees, have the microphones, and we'll be able to pick it up. We don't have to read the hand signals necessarily. It will be over the PA, and we'll be able to pick it up in the booth just as soon as they call. So They're conferring on the sideline here closest to us. And it still looks like the, the officials are resetting the play clock. And how many seconds? Four Looks like it's going to be, the play clock has to be rewound back to 4.15 from as we're getting the signals. So this is just after the uh, special team, so just res uh, resetting the, the thing here. So so once again, as we saw right there, the big special team's blunder is going to hurt them, so they need to really pick up now and... And, and defense has to step up. So well, at some, point, at some point, you've got to wonder, it's the home opener you're in front of a packed house, and maybe it's a little bit of the jitters. And You know, they, they, they can get this thing ironed out. Yeah. You know, it, has to be, it comes with practice and repetition and game situations, and who's to say that this is going to plague them throughout the whole season, but you can't afford to have these mistakes already trailing early in the contest. Yeah, I mean, the, the defensive line is very young. That was one of the concerns coming into the season. So... And we'll see how they, they go throughout the season, but hopefully maybe they can get into the second half and, and still be within reach in this game because it would, it would be really bad to be down 14 points here in the first quarter. Well, that, was a hand, that play was a handoff to Lonnie Richardson off the right side for no gain. It will be second down and 10 for Strathaven. Now they actually placed the ball at the 26 on no gain. There's a handoff to the left side now to Richardson again. Cuts back at the 20. Down to the 15 and out of bounds finally. Yeah, able, able Looks to like it's there. at the 17 yard line. Sometimes you can't tell, even though the Strathaven right now moving from our right to our left yeah. and coming right to which is the left sideline now, you can't tell sometimes where he's going to be able out because of the angle here. It looked like he was yeah. easily across the 15, but uh, the official spot will be at 
the 17 yard line. And Nick Stevens there able to get the guy and force him to the out of bounds. But we gotta we gotta start seeing some push. I'm gonna keep talking about it all night if, and we're gonna try and figure this out for them. And there's a couple of Marple Newtown guys like Stevens who need to have that stamina on a very warm and muggy night. And it would be counted on to play both ways. You know, Stevens had a couple of carries already on the first two series for Marple Newtown. You'd like to see these guys be able to keep up that pursuit on defense. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta keep moving towards the man and not really get back on their heels, I, I think. is If they continue to get back on their heels, they're just going to get beat into submission. Well, it's it's the thing is, it's hard to do once you give the opposition that great fielding position. Of course, that one blunder they made on, on the uh, the punt return gave the ball right to the 31-yard line. It's very hard to do once you're already on your heels from the get-go before the first play is snapped on defense, especially against Strathaven, who is a team that will take every opportunity to ram the ball down your throat, whether it's at your own 15-yard line or their 30-yard line. Yeah. And as you saw on that first drive, they had no problem going off, off to the left, off to the right, rolling out for the pass, and it was almost like going through tissue paper. Yeah, especially now. I mean, they have some motivation. They haven't lost two games in a row in probably six years since 2004, maybe even a little bit longer than that. So they would love to just come in here and get their win because of that loss to Pencrest last week really hurt them. That's funny you mentioned that. I heard that Strathaven hadn't lost two games in a row since the Reagan administration, which I'm, <laughs> I'm actually inclined to believe that because they have been a powerhouse not only in the Central League but in the state of Pennsylvania for many, many years now. Yeah. We have a handoff off the left side to Fort Thurman Fortune across the 15 down to the 10. Number 22, Into the Kyle red zone Kosarski. again. Kyle Kosarski has come up with a couple of big stops Right there is that second line of defense. 3.14 left in this opening quarter. Strathaven 6, Marple Newtown nothing. Strathaven is driving there in the red zone. Yeah, picked up 9 yards on that one. But it'll be second down and 1 from the 9-yard line for Strathaven. Richardson and Fortune in the backfield. Fortune to the left, Richardson to the right. There's a handoff to Fortune, and he... Doesn't even get to the line of scrimmage, I don't think, Greg. Right there, no. somebody from the Marble Newtown right side came blasting through the zone and caught him right by the leg, and he went down. Nick Stevens was the man up the middle right there, quick off the block. That's a great, great sign. Job. We're seeing him uh, make some great plays so he did far. He good job on defense last week early. Hopefully he can carry it over to later in the game. Well, as long as he can make these important stops down here in the red zone and prevent any type of score or even a touchdown, that is a good sign for the remainder of the game. Second and third down and two, excuse me, from the 10-yard line as they try again to that left side. Marple Newton finally figuring it out. That time it was handoff to Richardson. He maybe gets more than one or two yards, gets two yards. It will be at the 8-yard line now. And the Key fourth down for Strathaven. And the defensive line is starting to get up the middle, and the gang tackling is picking up for these Tigers. And if they can continue that, they are going to have a lot more success as this game goes on. Well, admittedly, it is easier when you have a short field like that because it forces the offense to spread out so much more. And if they are going to try to go up the middle, that's only going to benefit the Tigers. Fourth and one at the nine-yard line. They're going to go for it. There's a handoff all the way to the right side. Richardson cuts back at the ten. He's to the outside, to the five. Inside the pylon for another Strathaven touchdown. And number 15, Kevin Johnson, was in pursuit that time. He almost had him coming around the right side. And he was he was really, really, you know, trying to get through and get over to the guy and get on the end there and, and get a blitz in there. But he was, he was just too quick. 
Richardson showing signs of that blazing speed for the first time all night. He's able to get to that outside and cut to that pylon. That's all you need to do for the touchdown as Strathaven now takes a 12-0 lead, 1.34 remaining in the first quarter. Lining up for the extra point, Mike Stranix. Ball is spotted. The kick is away. And it is good this wow. time as Stranix, wow. as you see here, not only on his kickoffs, but on the extra points. This may be another key factor. He's pulling the ball to the right. Yeah. I mean, it looks like he has a good spot. He's approaching the ball well, but that's twice now he's had the ball. One first time he missed, it was over the right yeah. upright, but it was ruled no good. This time, just inside that right upright, but good. Well, the, the pressure on the special teams for the Tigers has getting, got through again that time. It was almost blocked, and I thought it was going to be wide again, and this one just, I guess, creeps into that right post, that far post from us. Well, you don't know. Maybe it, it could have been tipped, but it, also, it could have been the fact that there was that rush. Maybe yeah. it gets inside of Stranix's head a little bit, and he rushes himself. Throw, and It only takes a little bit to throw off a kick yeah. with the distance involved. And at least this time he got lucky, but it's now 13 nothing for Marple Newtown late in this first quarter. What are they going to have to do on offense on this next series? They're going to have to open the playbook up. They, they, can't, they can't allow the Panthers to get into a track meet and get ahead of them like this because the Panthers will continue to just run the ball, and then they'll run the ball down later in the game. And the funny thing is, is the weird part is the special teams has been very interesting tonight. So we could have a kick return here the way things are going. Is Fenix lining up again? At the 40-yard line. This time this boot is a little bit lower line drive. Bounces at the 20-yard line. Comes down to Graziano at the 10. This time he gets nowhere. Stopped just shy of the 20. As this time that wedge did not have a whole lot of cohesiveness. No. And you had three Strathaven tacklers right there with nowhere for Graziano to go. Well, he kept trying to pick the ball up off the turf on this squib. And, and this turf really doesn't have a lot of bounce to it. And I think he dropped it about two or three times there trying to pick it up. And I think that really threw him off. I think what maybe you might want to see them do later in the er later game with more kickoffs is move those back line up so they can get it in the air and get off on it. Or maybe just even find a spot, collect it, fall on it. Yeah. There's no shame in that. As we have a first down and 10 from the 24 Marple Newtown. Johnson rolling out to the right. Had Kasarski up around the 40-yard line again. Could not get separation this time from Dixon Speaker. The defensive back for Strathaven. Well, smart throw there by Johnson. There was no one really open that time. Man came open underneath the late, but throwing it over the top like that out of bounds is, is basically a throwaway. Say, let's go to our next play. Don't right, and that's better than, better than trying to set up your receiver for failure over the inside where a defensive back could possibly pick it off or you can have a double coverage and uh, an injury. Yeah. But, yeah, that is for an incompletion, that is a very smart play. Johnson under center again, second and 10 with 129 left in this first quarter. Two backs at his handoff to Graziano. Cuts back at the 20, up around the 25, and gets a little push again to the 26. Great fake up the middle there by Kevin Johnson, the quarterback, and then he hands off to Graziano. And, and that's one of the things we, we noticed in the preseason was they are very good at hiding that football, and that's what they need more of, I guess. Well, they need, usually in the wing tee here, as where Coach Ray Gianta has it, as the two backs in the backfield are very close together. One directly behind the quarterback, one either to the left or to the right. This time you had Graziano on the wing, but not in motion for that pitch. And sometimes you, you're able to, to force a hole through from whatever side the ball carrier is going, but that time he was unable to and just relied on, on his, his legs and his, able, and his athletic ability to get down there. And as a handoff, once again, that same play, that pitch to Graziano from the 
right-hand side, sweeping around to the left. Strathaven was there and read it, and Graziano was dropped for a loss. Number on third seven, down. Joe DiRazio, the right end. Maybe on that play, Greg, you want to see a straight drop and a, and a pass attempt right there. Yeah. Okay, maybe you're not going to get more than three, four yards on that third down play, but you definitely do not want to lose yardage there, as he did lost yeah, especially, a couple, only, luckily only a couple yards. Yeah, especially with the clock winding down here in this quarter. You, you ran that play just a moment ago. You can't run it again. They're looking for it. you got to open up the play. This time Weaverly fields the punt cleanly. Almost clipped at the end there and a fair caught by Fisher just shy of midfield. Is there at least, well, you can say on that series of events, at least Weaver, the snap was good. Weaverly fielded cleanly. But he was alone there in the backfield with two onrushers, oh. and it was very close he, he, to getting blocked. That was very good poise by him to sit there and, and with men bearing down on him to get that kick off. And it was a pretty good kick with, with the, uh, the pressure there. Well, it looks like we're just shy. Four-tenths of a second left to go. I don't, I don't know why they didn't just run that off, but four-tenths of a second left to go in this first quarter. Strathaven leading Marple Newtown 13 to nothing as they'll just... I don't know what they're going to do here. If they could just maybe sit on the ball, spike it, because there's not a whole lot of time to run a play, but it is first down for Strathaven at their own 49-yard line. Here's a handoff to Richardson up the middle. He gets free at the 45, bounces outside to the right side for 40, the 35, 30, 25, 20. Finally tackled again in the red zone. Another display of speed by Richardson to bounce off another tackler and get to that outside. As you see, that's the second time in this game that Richardson has been able to break through the initial and get the extra yardage. As we come to the end of that first quarter, again, Strathaven leading Marple Newtown 13 to nothing. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Hey, 